Hey everybody, how's it going? This is going to be a very bare bones episode of the podcast just because of the holidays. I'm just going to be, it's going to be a very short one as well. It's just, I don't really have a lot of, a lot of time to record this. So I'm just kind of going to rush through everything. But yeah, this is my Spider-Man No Way Home episode. I'll probably revisit it, this movie within a year, but I saw the movie twice. I actually just got back from my second showing, which I saw in an IMAX. Or as my friend and I like to call, fake IMAX. But anyway, just a heads up, spoilers. Very, very much spoilers. So if you watch or listen to this episode and you get mad about spoilers, well, guess what? I told you about spoilers, so that's on you. But anyway, uh, so like I said, bare bones. I'm just going to talk about what I like and what I dislike, and I'm not even going to do John versus Critic. There's not even going to be an intro and outro. I just going to record. But anyway, one of the things I so okay. So let's first off start with what I like. What I like about this movie is that it. Sorry, I have my cat. On my lap, being distracting. Anyway. Alright, so... I love William Defoe's Green Goblin. He is now my absolute favorite MCU villain. <laughs> and I just love that... They allowed Green Goblin to be evil. They didn't give him some weird... Sympathetic viewpoint. Or they didn't treat him as a generic villain. No, he, he was straight on full evil... Mode, and I'm specifically talking about Green Goblin, not Norman Osborn. I treat them as two different personalities. But yeah, I was very happy with William Defoe's performance. He always does a great performance. But yeah, his performance was excellent, and uh, it was so good. And just seeing him torment Peter, Tom Holland's Peter so effectively, really pushing his buttons. We never really had a villain in the MCU quite like Green Goblin. They are there was always like either somewhat of a sympathetic point between them or they're just they were kind of generic. You know, like the best villains in the MCU before this, there was something sympathetic, you know, about them and the ones that weren't the best, they were just kind of generic. But here we just got a straight up good villain that you want to root to hate, I guess. I don't know. Root to lose. But yeah. Uh, I felt that how they implemented the previous movies were really well done. Like, surprisingly well done. And when I mean previous movies, I mean the Raimi and the Mark Webb films. And I think I was surprised how well that Toby, Andrew, and Tom just had such good chemistry with each other. I mean, it was so good. So legit good. Uh, Andrew was definitely a standout as well. He had the one moment where I managed to tear up. Um, well, not necessarily tear up, but got, got very emotional uh, in the movie on the second viewing even though I know what was going to happen, is when he saved MJ. 
just Andrew is such a great actor. And again, seeing all three of them return. Well, I'm of course seeing Tom Hall. Obviously, we know he was going to return, but seeing Toby and Andrew return was so great. I love that they weren't just shoehorned in for the final battle or they just took over the entire movie. No. This was definitely a focus on Tom Holland's Peter. And that's another thing I like about this movie is that it is focused on Tom Holland's Peter and it really pushes him to his limits. It makes him, you know, go through some consequences as well as some sacrifices. I really love the bittersweet ending to this movie where Peter had to make a ultimate sacrifice, I should say. Not the ultimate, but an ultimate. I know that sounds weird, but it's essentially being like, practically nobody knows that you exist. You know, and it was so heartbreaking because, you know, you want him to have a happy ending, but that's not how Spider-Man works a lot of the time. He, he doesn't get the happy ending. He's the one that has to make the sacrifice. So yeah, there's that. And I was really surprised by Aunt May's death. Now, I heard rumors uh, Aunt May was going to die in this movie. But how they pulled it off in the movie was really well done. Like, even knowing ahead of time that Aunt May was going to probably die, how they pulled it off, they made me believe that she was going to pull through, you know, and she wasn't going to die, but she did. She died, you know. And she was the one that gave the great power comes great responsibility speech to Tom Holland's Peter. And I think it's quite a good twist, you know, making Aunt May the Uncle Ben of the MCU, so to speak. Uh, but I, I still hope we get to see Uncle Ben in Spider-Man freshman year. There's that. And I just, for my likes, I'm going to just top it off with the acting of all... Like, all the actors did such a phenomenal job, especially Tom Holland. Tom Holland did an 11 out of 10 performance, in my opinion. Absolutely great. I I think this is the most well-performed MCU movie I've seen. Yeah, the acting's really great. Uh, before I get to my dislikes, and I, I'm sorry, I know I'm not really giving spaces between my thoughts or points. I don't even have notes written down. I Like I said, I gotta do this really quick. But I, I just want to give one shout-out scene that was one of my favorites. Like, I already mentioned my, like, other favorites when Andrews say, Andrews, Peter saved MJ. I really loved that scene. But another moment in the movie I really love was Peter, like Tom Holland's Peter, fighting the Green Goblin on Captain America's shield uh, on the stat that fell from the Statue of Liberty. Go go watch the movie for context. <laughs> but anyway, they were fighting on the shield, and Peter was had the upper hand, and Goblin was the one that killed Aunt May. So Peter, in this moment, is very vengeful. He is. Like, we get to see a really dark side of Peter in this movie. And after he gets the upper hand, he goes and grabs Goblin's glider. And tr he's about to, you know, kill him. Now, in a lot of, the time, in a lot of MCU movies, they 
do not give a crap about the villain dying. That's one of the criticisms I have about the MCU is that they're true, that the MCU tends to be too trigger happy with their villains. I dislike that. They've been better in recent years, but it's still been a problem. But I love that it's actually treated, you know, Spider Man killing a villain is actually treated with some weight that, oh shit, this is bad. This is not a good thing. The hero should not kill the villain. But before he, you know, strikes the final blow, Toby Maguire's Peter steps in and stops Tom Holland from making a massive mistake. And I l- just love that they don't talk. I love that it is just pure, raw visual storytelling, you know, and pure acting going on no dialogue between toby and tom just staring at each other it's such a great moment and i also gotta give props to this movie for actually letting the drama breathe and not just having a quip thrown in at you know just like right after a dramatic moment no they allowed the drama to happen this is really good um but I'm going to just go through what I dislike. And my first dislike, it's it was kind of noticeable in the first one. And I could it just have, sorry, I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm stuttering. I'm, I'm mixing up my words anyway. Uh, but anyway, what I was trying to say is, shoot, I lost my train of thought. I'm just going to start over. What I dislike is, right, I noticed it in the first movie. I also noticed it. In this, I'm not first movie. I mean, first time watching the movie. First time watching, I noticed it. And second time, it was definitely more noticeable. Is that there was some continuity errors. I I know I'm sounding like that comic book nerd. Like um, well actually that did no, but it's uh, the one continuity error that was bugging me was how Doc Ock and Sandman knew Green Goblin died, or more specifically, that Norman Osborn was the Green Goblin and he died by his own glider. They should not know that. Because the problem with them knowing is that it would not make any sense why Harry wouldn't know that his dad was a Green Goblin and that he killed himself, not Peter or Spider-Man. Spider, it just the fact that okay, maybe Doc Ock, I can see, I can slightly, you know, see him knowing that Norman was Osborn. Maybe just starting like I used to work for Oscorp or something like that. I used to work on the glider tech or whatever. But no, that didn't happen. And Sandman, I just don't see because he's a common crook who has been in jail, you know. For most of the time during the events of Spider-Man 1 and 2. So that kind of bothered me. Some th- just They kind of be- act a little loose with the continuity with the past two movies. Another thing I dislike is Flash Thompson. I was really disappointed how they did uh, Flash Thompson in this movie. Now, in the previous two movies, I was fine with Flash Thompson being the 
Ego, egotistical jerk. I was fine with that, but I, I was hoping that maybe for this movie they would have had Flash, you know, strain up and actually help out Peter and not be selfish, you know, actually show Peter some respect. But that's not what happened. But yeah, like it was just kind of disappointing that they kind of kept him one note. When Flash in the comics and other media has shown that he's not just a one-dimensional jerk. I think they did Flash 30 in this movie. Uh, I'm sure there's other things I dislike. I'm just going to do the two. Because, you know what, overall, this was a great time. And I, I know, this is a very short episode. I don't know what next week's episode's going to be like. So... I'm either going to do a Spider-Verse review or I'm just going to do a Spider-Man movie tier list. You know, it's going to be one of the two. I don't know how that's going to happen or how, you know, again, it's the holidays, family's around. It's very hectic. Uh, But yeah, that's about it. But after next week, I'll be starting Mamoru Hosoda month. So look forward to that. But anyway, thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. I'm available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And as always, have a fantastic day. Take care.